0: Hello, and welcome back to Murder in the Kitchen podcast. I'm Callie, and I am flying solo today. It's uh, It's been a hot minute since we've recorded anything, so apologies in advance for sounding very, very, very awkward. Um, it's been a busy, what, seven seven months for both me and Libby. Um, uh, in that time, I moved to another country, and moved home. And now I am in an apartment complex, moved in, so hopefully now that me and Libby are both settled down, um, our podcast will continue regularly scheduled, maybe once a week, maybe once every other week, depending on our schedules. But I had some time today, so I thought, why not hop on here and just record a little mini episode of A Disappearance for y'all. So I have my white claw next to me. I am in front of my window getting my daily vitamin D, because we all know I'm not getting it anywhere else. Um, (laughs) Um, Sorry if you can hear the wind. It's very windy right now. But let's just hop right into it and... Me and Libby are recording in a couple days, so you'll have another episode real soon, just to get right back on track. So, let's start. So, I'm going to be telling you today about the disappearance of Rebecca Corium. So, on March 21st, 2011, Disney cruise ship employee Rebecca Corium sent her parents a text message letting them know that she would call them the following day. However, Rebecca did not report for work the next morning, and her friends and co-workers had not seen her since the previous evening. Although the crew conducted an extensive search, there was no sign of Rebecca or any clues to her whereabouts. Rebecca, who was 24 years old at the time, simply vanished without a trace. So let's talk about her a little bit. So Rebecca is a British citizen, She joined the crew of the Disney Wonder Cruise ship in June of 2010. On the evening of March 21st, 2011, the ship left Los Angeles en route to Puerto Rico. Oh, nope. Puerto Vallarta in Mexico. My bad. Still getting the hang of it. Um, At 5.45 a.m. the following morning, the ship's surveillance cameras captured Rebecca in the crew lounge where she was making a phone call. She was using an international oh internal wow, I can't read today either So Rebecca was using an internal phone line and was visibly distressed during the call. She was also wearing what appeared to be men's clothing, but it's, it's not confirmed. It's just um, like baggier than her normal clothing. The surveillance footage was the last time Rebecca was seen alive. As Rebecca was not found anywhere on the ship, Disney contacted the United States Coast Guard and Mexican Navy, who conducted an extensive search of the waters along the cruise ship's path. However, Rebecca was never found. The ship's captain concluded Rebecca Corium was likely standing on Deck 5 when she was struck by a rogue wave and swept off the deck and out to sea, which I think is bullshit. Because if there was a rogue wave that tall to sweep someone off of the fifth deck up on a ship, I think more people would be talking about it. Um, The only proof that Rebecca was on deck five was one of her sandals, which was reportedly found on that deck. Although Disney has expressed confidence in their theory, Corium's family is not convinced their daughter was killed by a rogue wave. In an attempt to find out what actually happened on the evening Rebecca disappeared, they hired private investigator Roy Ram. The rogue the rogue wave have had would have had to be approximately a hundred feet tall to have reached Corium and swept her off the deck. Which, again, if there was a hundred-foot-tall wave, more people would be talking about it. Uh, Ram also noted that the deck was surrounded by six-foot walls, so it would have been pretty fucking hard to uh, get over that six-foot wall. Furthermore, there were no reports of of storms or any large waves the evening that she disappeared. Ram also discovered the footage of Rebecca on the phone was missing the timestamp and location. Although Disney said the footage was recorded near Deck 5, she was actually on Deck 1. The investigator also discovered the sandal found on Deck 5 was labeled with the name and cabin number of another individual, so it wasn't even her sandal. Corium's family and friends also confirmed it was not the correct size and not a style that Corium would normally wear. Rebecca's credit card, which was not found among her personal items, was also used after she vanished. It has also been suggested that Rebecca Corium may have committed suicide. In a 2017 interview with The Sun, Corium's co-worker and former lover, Tracy Medley, said Rebecca was still struggling after being raped as a teen. Medley said Rebecca used cocaine to self-medicate. However, she was still, air quotes, in turmoil. During her interview with the son, Medley also suggested that Coriam's family was, also in quotes, ashamed that she was a lesbian. The night before Rebecca's disappearance, she was reportedly drinking heavily and had some kind of mental breakdown. And this is all according to Tracy Medley, her former lover. She and three others were trying to help Rebecca back to her room. However, she began to scream, cry, punch herself in the face, and bang her head against the walls of the ship. This is still coming from Tracy. Later that same night, Rebecca reportedly said something along the lines of feeling like a failure because she wasn't brave enough to jump off the ship. Tracy Medley also said she and Corium spent the evening of March 21st, 2011 with Medley's boyfriend, Devin Hyde, who was a bartender on the ship. Medley said that Corium left Hyde's room in the early morning hours of March 22, 2011, and she never saw her again. Although she has been accused of being involved in Rebecca's death, Tracy said she never did anything to physically harm her friend. She believes Rebecca jumped because she had attempted suicide in the past. Rebecca Corium's family and friends in England do not believe she was capable of taking her own life. Instead, they suspect foul play. Member of Parliament Chris Matheson agrees. Not sure if he is still a Member of Parliament. I should have probably looked that up, but he was, at least at one point, a Member of Parliament. He said he thinks there's sufficient evidence to indicate a crime may well have taken place. In 2017, the officer in charge released his interview notes from Corium's girlfriend and a male Disney crew line crew member. The notes revealed that Corium was caught up in a love triangle, which left her unhappy and fearing for her safety. However, the Corium family believes their daughter was actually sexually assaulted because they think... Any relation she had outside of her relationship was forced. To this day, we still do not know what happened to Rebecca Corium, but are sending our thoughts and prayers to her friends and family. So, I, personally, after researching this case, definitely think Farrah Plate was involved. Or maybe she just started a new life. I mean, her credit cards were used afterwards. But I personally do not think that there was a rogue wave that swept her overboard because more people would be talking about that. And I think that the Disney Cruise Line was just trying to cover their own ass. Um, I'm not sure about the love triangle. I'm not sure about... I read reports that she was in a relationship with Tracy and Tracy's boyfriend, so that little thruple, is that what that was called, Threpple? threesome, I'm not sure how true that is, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, maybe something happened and maybe those two did something, who knows, um, I'm not sure... After all this time on that cruise ship, how they're gonna figure anything out. Um, but I really, really, really hope someone who knows something steps forward so that Rebecca's family can have closure. Um, but yeah, this is the disappearance of Rebecca Corium. Um, make sure to uh, comment, rate, subscribe. Whatever else you can do, like, follow, I don't really know. Um, Follow us on Instagram, Murder in the Kitchen Podcast. Um, Send us case case suggestions or, you know, anything else you want to email us about at murderinthekitchenpodcast at gmail.com. And I... And Libby, so we both will see you next episode, hopefully. Um, If not, then I will, one of us will make sure to record something. But we hope you have a nice day. Bye!